Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, it's DJ Damage. Let's get the show started. If you're listening to the sounds of our voices, God has blessed you. Um, (laughs) So make sure you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeart. And if you really want to watch the recklessness in the dark, because we're here in the dark today, Mm -hmm. uh, go over to YouTube. So, yeah, yeah, there's our plugs. (laughs) And we're prepared. We're in all black everything. People love this show now. It's so refreshing. I'm reading all the comments. (laughs) Everything's so positive. There's less people threatening to kill me in the streets. <laughs> I just want to say to everybody out there, I'm keeping track of you motherfuckers like Santa Claus. You know, <laughs> you've been naughty talking shit. I got you. And if you're talking nice, I got you too. But I love you, all of you. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, you know, what's so interesting is people listen to us at work. Mm-hmm. And um, we're not safe for work. We are not safe for work. At so all, all of you, they have your earbuds in right now because you're trying to, uh, you know, just get through the day. I'm sure we have a smile on your face. If your boss fucks with you today, just go slap him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> No, because workplace <laughs> violence is down. Oh no, 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 no. It was jo- up at a point. No that jokes. would be hilarious. No jokes. There was just a shooting at a workplace. So. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, no, sorry, no, no, sorry, no, no, sorry. No. Current event. I guess we have to say condolences to the families, we but do. I mean, unfor- this is just becoming the new normal. It's just, and it's unfortunate <sighs> that that's just the world that we're living in. I don't right like now. that. I don't like it either. It can't be the new normal. Well, the crazy part is people outside the U.S look at us like we're crazy. Yeah. Because after Sandy Hook, you would have thought somebody would have just, you know, passed a, a law like New Zealand where they just passed a ban on assault rifles. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I find it ironic that we live in a country where, you know, we we love and enjoy democracy and freedoms and this and that, but you also have the freedom to just kill and terrorize people. Yeah, with, yeah, with, we're, uh, yeah. Machine guns, so. we're also talking about, you know, pro-life, you know, this, that, abortion bans, et cetera, heartbeat bills and stuff, but yet, 26 children were gunned down at Sandy Hook and <sighs> assault rifles. But you know, yeah. I think I think there's because a lot of what happens, especially in these inner cities, and, and I'll be honest, like the Sandy Hook and all these other places, these aren't even inner cities. These are in their communities. It's so crazy. I feel like it has to happen to you to feel it. Like I've been shot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get shot. And, and let me tell you, so I might get a little paranoid. In my house now, some shit start creaking downstairs. I'm grabbing <laughs> for shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it's going to take, man. We live in a crazy place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so Melissa, what have you been up to? Um, you know, just riding around and getting it. Um. Hey, what? <laughs> Lit? Why do you sound like Wendy Williams? If I see Wendy out with cut off shorts and a halter top one more time, I'm going to call her. Let me tell you something. Wendy is living her best life. And I am I have, here, you, I'm here for it. I'm I am here for all of you it. You seen her at the concert on the stage, like she leaning? Was, she wasn't just at a concert. She was at Summer Jam. She I'm, was over it. Yeah. She was like, I need to go home. And no, but Wendy, she was in an abusive, controlling relationship for years. And she never got out the house. She used to pride herself on saying, after my job, I go right back over to Jersey and I'm in the house with her husband. She wasn't saying she was locked in the house like the girls were in the mm-hmm. basement with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. God bless her out here. And she's yeah. out here. I know she's getting some young meat, too. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> it's, it's, looking, it's looking that way. Uh, no, I just, you know what? I went to Sayers Club and um, watched Amber Riley again. Who Does we, she have a residency there? Because that girl is there should. all the time. She should because she's freaking amazing. She like, she's good. just so good. I ran into Jamil, um, who's the promoter, Jamil Harvey. Hardwick and I was just like, um, I'm coming. I, Amber Riley, I got, you know, he walked me right in. It was a good night. It was a good mm. night. Was that Tao before that? Um, and then, well, you know, you walked into uh, Damage shooting me because well, he's did, a photographer. We were shooting at Jason's house. Well, I yes, wasn't I there, but I was dealing with it via text message from the field. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I came back, there's lights up. I'm like, what the fuck? Was there a production here? But I didn't know you were a photographer. Yeah, man, you know, I got a lot of skills that I keep on the hush hush, but you know, it's an honor to shoot Melissa Ford. I mean, come on now. Was she naked? No. Okay. No, no, I wasn't naked. No, okay. not this time. No, we got some good yeah. shots too, which yeah. I will send because now my Wi Fi is back on. Yay. Why was your Wi-Fi ever off? I don't off? know. You know how you know Spectrum get down sometimes. It just goes off. That's no, I if I Wi-Fi goes out. Okay, where I live right now, if you don't have Wi-Fi, you're literally disconnected from the world. You can't call Uber. You can't call the police. You can't call nobody. Yeah, it's like a black hole up where you live. Just and a black hole isn't always a bad thing, but in this case, it can leave you stranded. Yeah, that's I right. Kinda, you know, set that one up. All right, what would you do? Well, what what else? The damage besides photograph you. I'm sure I've been dealing that with. That was a the thief. highlight of his weekend. Uh, Thief. A thief, man. You know, uh, Sky P. Marshall came on the show. She gifted me she and my son. She was stealing something? Oh. No. She <laughs> gifted me and my son a three-wheeler that he loved. We was riding through like the block. Like a real three-wheeler? Yeah, a real three-wheeler. You know, we was on everybody's Snapchat. We was riding through the neighborhood. Oh, that's awesome. It lasted one day in my garage. Somebody oh. came in, cut the chains with like a, <gasps> a, like they really did a real number. And stole it? Stole it. Wait a minute. She, Gone. Wait, she gifted you an actual real three-wheeler? Yeah. Where'd she get that from? I guess she got gifted. I don't know. Damn! Shout out to Sky. Shout out to shit. Send me one. I, I got a backyard. Say, I want one. It, it's it's for kids though. It's like you can't. Really, oh, I mean, I actually, yeah, you probably can write it. Wait, so they stole your three stole wheeler. it. It was locked up. I double chained it. Everything. Somebody came in with some bolt cutters, left the lock and everything. Left all the hard work I put on it to lock I've it up. I've never understood thieves. Crazy. Like, how do you? I just don't understand how people just take other people's shit. And you stole something from a kid too. Like, damn. Well, they, don't, they don't really. I mean, a thief ain't. A thief don't have morals. Like, I'm gonna steal for eighteen and above. No, you just steal. <laughs> That's. I'm mad because I spent fifty dollars on a chain and the lock, and he looked like he just cut through it like it was nothing. Mm, how did Legend take it? He was. He was like, nah, I gotta show him my karate. He took it a little too well. Like I was a little more upset than but he does, was. Does he understand he was robbed? Yeah. He, he was like, Daddy, we gotta find him. I got karate moves. I was like, no, it's gone. Like it's not coming back. See, you're a good dad. Cause I've been like, sit your ass down. We just got robbed, nigga. <laughs> Fuck. Out of here. <laughs> he took it too well. Cause he's spoiled. He mm. don't know. He's a sweetheart. Well, listen, I have been um, dealing with a new home and furnishing and just. Beautiful home. And you've discovered you. Amazon. I discovered Amazon. So I go on to Amazon to buy a chair. And $1,300 later, I have <laughs> shaving cream coming, toilet paper, <laughs> mm-hmm. post-its, mm-hmm. a notebook. I th- I bought everything on there. Amazon is... is the is, dark is, web. Yeah, it's the g- gift and a curse. And it America, the world, has become a lazy place. Po- between Postmates... Uber, mm. what else? Uh, Amazon. Everything. You don't have to move anywhere. You don't have to go anywhere. I, I come home and I see those boxes with the smiles on them. Mm-hmm. You feel good. I'm so excited. There's I'm, something euphoric about it that gets in our minds and makes us want to see that smile again. And, and usually I forgot what I ordered. I'm just excited to see the fucking box. I think everybody likes getting something in the mail, though. It's, it's something like a with it. Well, speaking of that, you know, I ordered online clothes. Mm-hmm. from I, or There's a site that I go to, I ordered some clothes. So I ordered it. When I ordered the clothes, it sent me an email that said, sorry, your order didn't go through because your credit card was declined because my bank, I mean, I wasn't traveling a lot and mm-hmm. I ordered or whatever. So I resubmitted the order and then it said the order came through. So mm-hmm. mind you, it's like $1,000 worth of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So then the next day, I get an email that says, your order didn't go through. So I send it over to my friend and I said, hey, this order didn't go through or whatever, check this out. So he's like, oh my God, we gotta get this here right now. I'm gonna order it again. Send me $1,000 and I'll buy it. So I send him $1,000, he buys it from his site, but then the email that came that said my order didn't go through was from, it was another 
email from the first order didn't go through. It was so a now re- I have two of the same orders coming right now. Yeah. Is it all no. from Amazon? No, no, it's from a clothing company in uh, Europe. Oh. <laughs> and now I have two of the same orders coming and I'm out a thousand dollars and I'm so angry. So I was just walking around the house just looking at my friend crazy like Rich people <laughs> problems. Rich people problems. But I will say I did um have lunch with my ex in New York. Oh yeah. Over the weekend. And mm. so we're exploring getting back together. <gasps> And in a relationship, in a relationship. However, you? however, you know, I'm at a point now where I've said on the show I, and I just have figured it out. I want to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. but I also like receiving love from different people because different people love me different ways. Mm. And I'm sure you guys can attest to this. You can like somebody and they can give you love, but then you may receive a different thing. Like we all have needs. You may get three needs from one person and two needs from one person and one need from another person. And then you're here's this dichotomy of who do I choose? Well, we don't live in a world where we have to choose one anymore. This ain't multiple choice. We can choose all of the above. How? Communication. So now what we're saying is, you know, he likes what he likes. I like what I like. And I am at a place now where I like a few different people. So we're trying to explore this open, open relationship. Is he allowed to talk to other people too? Well, that's where we're hung up. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're hung up because, you know, we, we have to have a conversation. When you have an open relationship, you have to have really good conversation, uh, communication and, 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 a really, and a lot of trust. So I'm saying, so the first question was to me, are we allowed to bring people to the house? Mm-hmm. Hell no. Hell no. But then I'm thinking, well, where am I going to go when I need to go, <laughs> to go to the house? I uh, see. You got to so it's, it's, um, it's one of those things where they care less about what I do and I care more about what they do. It's always like that. So I don't know how yeah, that's going to work. It's not. But do you feel like the communication really is the key? Like, isn't there things that is better not knowing? Like I know if I was in an open relationship, I don't want to know. Well, let like, me don't tell me shit. Well, I don't want. I'm act like it's not happening. I totally agree with you, and this is why I said what I don't know won't hurt me, right? If yeah. you go out to the gym and you go to the gym to work out, mm. and before you come home, you go do your dirt, mm. and I don't know about it, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you get up in the middle of the night because you have to <laughs> leave the house to go do something, mm-hmm. that's a problem for me mm-hmm. because I would never do that. I mean, I know how to manage my shit, but I, I don't know. So now we're just, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm also at an age where I don't need to have a ton of shit going on. I don't need 10 (laughs) motherfuckers. Just like five. Three or four. You say that now. No, three or four, because when you're in London, you want to (laughs) cuddle. When you're in Spain, you want to cuddle. So now I'm just saying, okay, instead of having somebody in Spain and London, why don't I just have my London boo hop over to Spain? Because it's right there. Yeah. I, I didn't take you as a cuddler. I didn't. No, Are you a, crazy? No, oh my God. It's, he's ridiculously affectionate. It's like, it's so. You he never barely imagined. shakes my hand. I know, but he doesn't want to cuddle with you. But I've seen him. I mean, him, I did say you I know, but I've seen him cuddled up. <laughs> and seen He's it. super, he's affectionate. Man, like, I was getting Cuddle hit. monster over here. I was getting here. in my movie theater the other day. I had a friend in my <laughs> oh house. My and they just walked God. by and it was so uncomfortable. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Put your, put your head down. Hide. Oh my God. Oh, All right. Well, anyway, Corey. we're gonna we're gonna oh get. Into, I'm going through a midlife crisis. So if you have ideas of, I would like to know what our fans think about open relationships. Mm. So here's our email. You can email us what you think about that, and I'll read some of your thoughts. But yeah. give me good ones. Don't just say you sick bastard. Stop fucking around with all these straight boys because that's <laughs> not going to ever happen. What's up, y'all? It's time for another Hollywood hookup, and the summer is here. 
fellas, yeah, well, yeah. I'm saying it's here, <laughs> fellas and ladies too. It's all about having that signature smell. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't want to be out there funky and no, musty. You, no, and don't. I got something that can help you. Something I've been using, right? It's mm-hmm. called Scentbird. It's a great way to have a great taste <laughs> and mix up your fragrance without breaking the bank. Okay, you can save some money. That's really now, important. rather it's Tom Ford, mm-hmm. Gucci. Uh, Versace, you name it, you can go to Scentberg.com and it keeps you smelling good from month to month. So right now I'm wearing the Prada. Okay. Okay, you know, I like how it mixes with my shea butter. Like I like a nice calm smell, but as July kicks in for the 4th of July, I might switch it up and it's easy to do because I have Scentberg. It's all good if you have Scentberg. That's right. So this is what Scentberg is, okay? It's a luxury fragrance subscription service and it's for perfumes and colognes. So the fellas and the ladies, more than 450 designer brands, best for you. You can pick it out month to month. It's so easy. You get a little uh, cartridge. I wish I had mine's on me right now. And once that's done, you get another one. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's 120 sprays to be exact. And that's enough to apply four times daily a month. That's necessary. That's four times <laughs> daily right there, baby. With an exclusive offer for just our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today at scentberg.com slash unlock. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance, okay? Go to scentberg.com slash unlock and sign up for 50% off your first month. Again, that's scentberg, S-C-E-N-T, bird.com slash unlock for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. We, uh, you know, I was online looking at all the commentary from my Stocktonians, all you 209 motherfuckers out there, especially you hating ass motherfuckers because this is for you. Um, <laughs> I saw a, a rapper from my hometown, Haiti Baby, mm. who's here in the building with us. So welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey. So, hey. so I, um, so Melissa wasn't, this is Melissa Ford, by the way, if you can't tell under that hat and glasses. Listen, I'm conditioning my hair right now. You look okay? very comfortable today. I am way. very comfortable. Listen, I almost come in pajamas, okay? <laughs> well, You're like your Sway Universal one right there. So Haiti Baby is from Stockton, California, by way of Oakland. You know what's so crazy is in Stockton, I remember when the whole migration of people from Oakland came over it was because the housing market. That's why, that's why you guys moved over there, right? Mm-hmm. So what 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 do you like about Stockton? For those people who don't know about Stockton, it's a little rough ass town up north, Northern California. What did you what do you like about Stockton? I believe in survival of the fittest. I believe that I was put in that area for a reason. I was meant to be in poverty to succeed to prevail. So, so what part of Stockton did you live in? North side, two hundred nine. Okay, so like, um, how was it divided up? Like, I've I've only passed through. Have you not Stockton. been to Stockton? Yet? I passed through on my way to San Francisco, mm. and you know, um, stopped on the Hennessy tour. I mean, Stockton is north, south, east, west, and mm. everything in between. Central. I mean, it's a pretty small city, about sixteen miles, I think, long. But they'll say like south side of Chicago and like don't go there type thing yeah, versus Stockton. Just don't go. This there. is the whole Stockton like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean Stockton. Stockton made me, and Stockton made you. Mm-hmm. Um, what? So you went. So you lived in Stockton on the north side, like towards where the north side Crips are, or just like where on the north side Hammer and Eldorado? Because I lived on Hammer and Eldorado, which is on the north. north. Mm-hmm. Hammer West Lane area. Okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. Pretty decent. Tell me about the uh, Haitian community there, because when I think of Haitians, I always think of Florida. You know, I haven't really been to the Bay like that, but you know, is there a big ain't, Haitian ain't community? No Haitian there? community there. Oh, okay, so ain't a lot of communities there at all. You know, that's, I, that's why I named myself Haiti Baby because I know where I come from. I know what I stand for. Mm. Well, that's deep. Have, so, have you ever been to Haiti before? Nope, I ain't been to Haiti, and I don't speak Creole. But okay. I reached with Whitecliff, and I'm here as an activist, not a rapper. Mm. 
So okay, so stock. So let's let's fast forward and then we'll go back. So I came to know you by way of doing the uh, viral clip that or the clip that went viral on your interview at ninety two point three. That's where the world came to really see you when you did the freestyle. Mm-hmm. When you did the freestyle, did you know people were going to react react to it the way that they did? Yeah, I say this countless times. I knew it was all mapped out from the age of thirteen. I wrote my goals down. I knew I was going to go on that platform, and you know I got other things up my sleeve as well. So. So when it went viral, what was your original reaction? Were you just laughing because you knew you set it up to go viral, or was it? You know, I want. I, I really wanted them to hate and, and um and envy me and, and hate hate to love me, but I wanted them doing on my site to boost my comments up. Mm-hmm. It's all a propaganda campaign instead of beefing with another black male artist in the rap game. You know, I'd rather be myself. So when you, because I was just shooting Wildin' Out in Atlanta, and we had Blueface on. Blueface has his own. Style and I remember I I told Blueface back in the day when E40 yeah. had come out in the Bay. I mean I remember E40 used to come to Stockton, pop his trunk, you know, get a bunch of forty uh, forty bottles in Old English and line it up. He did his own street guerrilla marketing, but he had a very different style and people just weren't really used to that because back in the day we had RBL Posse, you had Marvelous Sebo, you had all mm-hmm. these Bay Area rappers who had a very different style. Um, and I don't think people really embraced E-40 at first until he became the next hot thing. So mm-hmm. do you look at E-40 as like an example of being different in a time where music is pretty much the same? Yes, E-40, it's also Chuck Berry, it's also Michael Jackson, it's also Prince, Marvin Gaye, you know. So it's, it's a lot of other aspects in hip hop, you know, people that played their role, and E-40 is just one of them, and I'm doing mine. So when people call you a viral sensation, do you find that offensive or do you like that? It's necessary. Mm-hmm. In the sense of what? Clickbait. Okay, to be viral. Yeah. So when you look at Blueface, do, do you look at him as a blueprint? blueprint? Or do you see yourself completely different and you're doing your thing, he's doing his thing? and you Ex- know. Explain what you mean by blueprint. Meaning like, so when you bring up like a Michael Jackson or a Prince, I think a lot of artists who grew up in that area, I, I grew up in that era, look at those... Um, artist is sort of like the blueprint of how to become the best at or mm-hmm. the best rapper or the best singer you know Tupac people could look at him and say okay we remember him from Digital Underground and then going over to Death Row and becoming a really prolific rap mm-hmm. artist yep. um, and then activist you know mm-hmm. I mean he was many things outside of acting and activism and rap um, so people can look at him and say okay I'm gonna follow that blueprint Jay-Z just became a billionaire mm-hmm. yeah. so some people may look at him and say yo he turned the rap game into a billion dollar brand do you look at Blueface or E-40 and people who have a unique style um, and say like, I'm gonna figure out how to do my thing similar to that. Or are you just out doing your own First thing? First off, Blueface got a long way before I put him in the category E-40. But Blueface being who he is today in California, young black man, I'm gonna support him. And mm-hmm. on any platform I get on, and I'm not gonna disrespect no black man on no platform. So yeah, he do his thing, I do my thing, <clears throat> and we go rock to the top. No, that's big. When you when you said you're not, a, you're not just an artist, you're an activist. I'm thinking about long term because a lot of people that come into the game, they want to make a lot of money, concerts, go platinum. Being that that's not really what you identify as, what are your long term goals being an activist? Um, me, I'm a knight. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I play a lot of chess. When people play chess with me, I play poker. So I always got a twist. It's like you said earlier, twist of energy. So in longevity, me being an activist, I'm just delivering my art through rap. That's my message. That's the way I connect my message to the youth. And I know how to manipulate the minds to free it. You know what I'm saying? Who are some of like your influences when it comes to activism? Like Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Wycliffe, mm-hmm. current people. I want to name current people. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z, mm-hmm. Rihanna, current, more, more current people. It's a lot more. Meek Mill, 
Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I would Google Wyclef because he got caught up in some scandal back in Haiti. I think when there was a whole embezzlement thing. So I'd be careful with that. But I get what you're saying. Fighting for your people and doing your thing. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's put that out there. All right. So uh, you come from Stockton. You say you went to McNair High School. I was McNair wasn't even there when I was in Stockton. How How is growing up in Stockton now? Because I just read stuff on Facebook. It's mm-hmm. always a shooting or a killing or police doing some bullshit or, you know, stuff happening. Um, and I don't get to go back to the city as much. I mean, I'm going back next week to do something. But. Um, how was it? How was it growing up now in Stockton? Right now, if you're growing up, kill it be killed. But me growing up in Stockton, I've been I've been this way. I've been reading. You know, I've mm-hmm. been fighting. I've been, you know, people say y'all picked on people, but I pick with people's brains. I like to pick with people's brains. See what make you tick. See what make you think like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do the you same. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every great leader was once a follower. Mm. And so, um, growing, so you're a fighter. Does that mean, you know, because most people, what I've found in Stockton now is like, they don't even fight anymore. They just want to shoot you. Do you I just learned to do it with my words. Mm. You, know? you mean in, ter- in terms of what? Like just fighting with words? My wisdom. Mm-hmm. Me being wise. Me opening up my third eye and keeping it open. Mm-hmm. Like what's, name, name something that you're reading right now and also name a book that had like a huge impact on you when you were a kid. When I was a kid, a book, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I, no, that's I understandable. Mean, I mean, like, it. kids develop, like, the, the, the understanding of a moral code by reading Dr. Seuss. Let me tell you Dr. something. Seuss. I caught food poisoning once. It was definitely green eggs and ham. Oh, my God. For sure. I ain't fucking playing. <laughs> you know, the book that I'm reading, that I mean, that I, it's, I've been reading it for, like, a year now because mm-hmm. I can't fucking get through a whole book. It's mm-hmm. The 48 Laws of Power. And I, I read that in, I read, what? I read, I read, when I read The 48 Laws of Power, I don't know if you've ever read it, it's an amazing book. Mm. But when I read it, each chapter, I see somebody's face. Like Floyd is chapter two. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or three, one of those. Like 50 is chapter four. But anyway, when you read the book, mm-hmm. motherfuckers we know is in that book. Mm-hmm. What do you think is some of the best piece of advice you got so far, you know, being in the game, doing what you're doing now, with your activism, with your music? What's some good advice you got so far that stuck with you that you can see implement into your plan? Keep going. Consistency. That's all it takes. Don't quit. Okay. Well, what about talent? Is talent required? Do you have to have talent? Fuck talent. You got to work. Mm. So you think you can make it with no talent and work? I'm talented as fuck, but I, I work. I no, work. I'm not I saying work. you're not talented. I'm saying, do you think a person can make it with no talent and hard work? Yeah, it's <clears> obvious. <throat> a lot of people make it with talent, but he don't last that long. Mm. Mm-hmm. True. Take hard work. So so I had mentioned to you, I had sent you a message when I was reading online, um, the people back home. When you read people, when you, when you I don't know if you saw it, but when you read some of the comments, if you read some of the comments from people back home who were criticizing your video that went viral, did you feel some type of, like, did you feel a sense of betrayal or did you embrace that as part of it all? I embraced it. I love the hate. I love it because at the end of the day, you go love me once you see what I'm really, my goal is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's the main goal. And everybody who hating was older. So mm-hmm. the, I guess the message is not for you. It's for your kids. You understand the power of social media. So do you like fully process Chrissy Teigen um, post, posting your? He got um, a call from Rihanna. Rihanna's oh. been trying to meet me, and he talked to her before I have. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead, sorry. Well, the Chrissy Teigen thing. Like, did you do you realize like kind of like how impactful she is on social media and how that kind of like pushed things along as well? Is that like not a big deal to you? No, I didn't know it all, but I appreciate it. Oh, okay. Well, she's awesome. Who's some artists in the game you want to work with? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's so. not one person that you're like, no, fuck that. I'm not interested. Like, if he called you up tomorrow. Nope. 
question. What's your, because, uh, you know, just in terms of the whole um, self-taught activism thing, what's your impression of uh, Joyner Lucas? I don't know who that is. Mm. I'm going to check his music out right after this. Okay. Well, I I know who he is because I see him online and we post him, but I don't know him. I mean, for our audience, there's some people that may not know him. Who is Joyner Lucas? Uh, Joyner Lucas, he is a viral sensation. Um, he is a rapper as well as an, as I would call him an activist. His... Um, he did that music video. What was the song called? Um, uh, Black and White? or uh, It's it was called I Hate... What is it called? Shit. Racism Is or something like that. We'll, I'll, I'll find it. But, um, of- it's basically Joyner Lucas's lyrics, and it was a black man sitting across from a white man, and they're basically you know, talking to one another. He acts, His voice acts as if he's both mm. people. And they're and talking it- about the stereotypes that mm-hmm. each race kind of carries with them. Mm. Um, and at the end, they embrace. Uh, so let me ask you, this is an observation. So you seem very uninterested to be here, a little bit to me, and different than when we text online. Are you uninterested to be here, or is it this this a part of your persona when you're doing interviews? Because everybody got a persona. I got a big one, too. It's a big asshole persona, but he's tempered right now. Yeah. I'm giving you me. I didn't give no jumper me. What does that mean? Mm. Oh, okay. okay. I'm giving you me. I'm being authentic. Okay. That's that good, though. part of my chess game, too. Mm. I'm comfortable here. You talk in Appreciate like sound that. bites. That's good. I mean, it's it's controlled. Yeah. yeah. I don't. No, you. <laughs> I wish I could. No, you can't. All right. So, what are the things that what are the things that piss you off? You seem very calm. Is there anything that bothers you? No, I'm very disciplined. Really? Yeah. So you're not out. Have, I mean, now you have all these fans sliding in your DMs. You're just are you are you like fucking recklessly, or are you just do you have a girlfriend, <laughs> or are you structured in the sense of where you control it all? I struck. I challenged myself. I can go months without sex. Really? I can go months without <clears throat> drugs too. You're 22, and you can go months without sex. Well, I needed that type of discipline. Mm. Is it your upbringing? Uh, what what helps you with this control or this discipline? Where did this come from? Is it something self-taught or self-taught? I want to be a wolf. Are you religious? What you mean by that? Like, do you believe in God? I believe in survival of the fittest. Do you okay. subscribe to a specific indoctrination like Muslim, like Muslim Christian. Christianity, no, Hindu? I, I embrace everybody. Okay. That's good. Do you pray? Mm-hmm. Who do you pray for? You. I, I receive that. <laughs> Come on. I receive, Take I, it in. I, no, listen. I, I, rece- I think that's, that's, I mean, you're being genuine. Yeah, I did pray because when you hit me up, I said it's a man from Stockton. Yeah. Today. I was really impressed by your reaction because, you know, there was a lot of fanfare going on about you at the time and you were still very humble. You know, some people, you know, I've had the waves. We've all, we see the mm-hmm. waves. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're down, you're popular, you're not, you're mm-hmm. rich, you're not. There's a lot of broke motherfuckers out here that look rich on Instagram, by the way. Mm. Um, but I really respected your humility, you know, and how you were absor- ab- absorbing it. I think for me, when I was just looking to the reaction online, I mean, I know you say you embrace the hate. You know, I come from Stockton too, and I've done a lot of amazing things. I've been on TV, radio, making all this money, doing all this stuff. And I and I still feel at times there aren't a lot of people from back home that will cheerlead you on. Not that I need it, because I don't need that gas pack. But right? support feels good. Yeah. But it feels good to know, well, like when you come from a place like Stockton, you know, and you make it out, because a lot of my friends died at 21 or 19 or 22. I mean, they were murderers in 1997. That was when my brother got murdered, but that's when a lot of my friends were killed. Mm-hmm. So to actually make it out, make it to the age I'm at now and be successful, you do expect people to support you. Yeah. I remember I saw people hating them online. Um, and like you said, it was the older people that I think really don't understand this generation, it's don't not, understand it's social media. It's not hate, they're not hate. That was hate. No, they just confused. It was hate until I saw Meek Mill post you, 
And then everybody was, look at everybody oh, meet Neil wow. Postman. Well, that's, that's, that's that bandwagon jumping that's shit. That's that bullshit. You know? That's social media in general. to Jesus, so... That's what it's yeah, it's like the validation that is that comes with somebody else, you know, who's considered, you know, cool, who says, no, I say that this is cool. It's got my stamp of approval. Everybody suddenly is like, oh, not see what I really meant was. And that didn't change anything for you. It was just all the same energy. Hate, love, dislike. It's all the same. Yeah. That's amazing. I have a question. Um, I haven't known Nipsey Hussle personally, but I know his death affected me. Did that affect you in any way, the passing Nipsey Hussle? Yeah, because he was an activist. So he took one of my soldiers. We took one of our soldiers, me and you. Mm-hmm. you know, so we killed Tupac, we killed Nipsey. That's, that's, that's on us. You know what I'm saying? It's about mm-hmm. time we stand the fuck up and stop playing around. A lot of OGs out here talking to these youngsters. I am a youngster. I am the youth. What the fuck you doing for me? You know what I'm saying? You ain't reached, none of these motherfuckers reached out to me. Y'all talking about y'all wanna meet the next Nipsey. You motherfuckers ain't. Niggas ain't real as, as, I, as I think. A lot of motherfuckers I looked up to, I ain't even gonna mention their names. Niggas is fraud, fraudulent. Mm. Niggas ain't tough. I'ma die for this shit, I'm ready to ride for this shit. But that's because of where you come from, you know? I mean, and the thing I, the thing I love about you being from Stockton, I mean, I we've been trying to schedule this interview. I mean, you know, with, between Wildin' Out and all my schedule, your schedule and stuff. <laughs> and why it's important for me is, I remember being in Stockton um, at an early age and meeting Queen Latifah and getting inspired to move and figuring it out and you know the hard work and the drive that's gonna get it. All right, y'all, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. Mm-hmm. You've heard us talking about hymns and how they're helping guys look their best, as you can see. And if you haven't yet, it's time to see what they're all about. So here's a fact: sixty-six percent of men start to lose their hair by the age of thirty-five. That's unfortunate. I am I'm coming close. All right, mm-hmm. and once you start noticing it's, it's thinning. It might be too late, okay? The best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some. Nip that in the bud. Right now, okay? And what you can use is hymns. Forhims.com. It's a one-stop solution for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men, okay? Okay. Hems is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products that can help prevent hair loss and treat hair loss okay Mm -hmm. so no it's not snake oil pills or gas station over-the-counter supplements it's nothing like that prescription solution backed Backed by by science science. okay it's approved hymns was created by a guy who knows some men's health conversations are easier online than in person okay no more awkward in-person doctor visits are long for uh, pharmacy lines None of that, okay? For Hims connects you with real doctors online, which can help you save hours, and it's completely confidential and discreet, the way you like it. That's important. Mm-hmm. So check this out. If you order now, my listeners can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last, okay? See website for full details and safety. Make sure you do that, safety information. And this could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Go to forhims.com slash unlock. That's forhims, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash unlock. That's forhims.com slash unlocked. And that was your Hollywood hookup. Bam. Ha. I was trying to trip you up and see what you was going to say. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talented motherfuckers that ain't on. There's a lot of talented motherfuckers that are on and then die. But the people that have the will to keep going are the people that persevere and win. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you have talent or not, you know, just keep going. I don't give a fuck if you want to be the best stapler. You can be the best motherfucker <laughs> stapler. But you mm-hmm. just got to keep stapling shit and figure out how to staple better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. So, so I love I love just your, 
you know, the way you carry yourself and the way that you're not trying to hop on everybody's bandwagon. You know, you're not feeding into the social media shit and you're just doing you. And that's why I was wondering what you were thinking about the the people back home. But it's yeah. it's interesting to see, you know, your perspective on it all. Yeah, I love my people back home. Um, I wanted to ask a question. So when how old were you when your father was um was murdered? Like two. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you didn't have an opportunity to have him in your life. Um I had a stepdad. A hell of a man. He stepped yeah. in. He stepped that was in what I was, was that was what my next question was gonna be. Did you have like a you know, male influence as a father figure, your stepfather? Okay. I mean, I made I made other other things my my father figures. Basketball itself was a father figure. Mm-hmm. That's what disciplined me. Mm-hmm. My stepfather put me in that. He didn't try to be a dad. Mm-hmm. He more so was talk to me mm-hmm. instead of trying to be like a parent. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like nigga around the corner, I look up to him. That's a father figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's a big older cat from high school. If I see him dance and I want to dance, I look up to you now. Right. But I'm a soldier, so I let niggas know. Right. I would want to know if you had a child in the near future, what are some things you want to instill in him? Especially in the way the world is right now, how social media is right now. What are some things you would want to pass on to him that you've learned? Man, or her. Right, right now. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. The way it's looking for me right now, the way I want to go out in this game, because I ain't playing. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired, too. Yeah. The wrath <laughs> is coming. The fight, yep, is here. So I don't know about no bringing no kid in the war right now because I'm, I'm ready. So do you see yourself, when it comes to like rap beefs, you see all these rappers that have beef, beefs with each other, most of what I think are clout, I mean, clout opportunities. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of the rappers, we know them, mm-hmm. you know, they fighting on Tuesday, making up on Thursday. Yeah. Um, do you, do you, what do you think about that? Do you, do you feel like you're going to... Some of this shit is, is with these labels. Manufactured. Some of this shit is fake, some of this shit is real, but at the end of the day, <clears throat> ain't no rap gonna be for me because I'm going to hit you in your DM, I'm going to let you know, hey, I'm not your enemy. And I got a bigger enemy. Police shot me. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck popped you? Mm. Who killed your mama? Nigga. Period. Nigga. Why you fuck your beef with me? Because I'm ready to go out. Is you ready? No. So stop playing with me. I'm not, I'm not, finna, I'm not finna shoot you. I walk up to one of these rappers with no guns and tell you I ain't got no gun. Beat me. Murder me. I don't give a fuck. My legacy is here. Wait, so, you're, wait, so you were shot? Mm-hmm. Well, you got shot by the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, Stock- in Stockton? Mm-hmm. Well, see, this is why I say I said to somebody the other day, uh, yesterday, Stockton. I mean, I've been shot. A normal conversation in Stockton is, "Have you been shot?" Yeah, it's mm-hmm. real. Yeah. So how did that happen? How did how did that happen? We ain't gonna get into that. Okay. Why did you shoot him back? I mean, you shoot people that shoot you, mm-hmm. not the police. Yeah, my right. words. So, so what makes you angry? Is there anything that makes you angry? No, I'm very disciplined. So. You gotta do a lot to get get me mad. So, what do you do in your free time? Like, I how read, do you relax? I read, I watch YouTube videos, study business management, um, how to handle being a CEO, the mental aspect too, how to deal with mental pain. Meditate. Mm-hmm. I listen to static. Mm. Static. Mm-hmm. White like, noise. What is that? It frees my mind. Oh, white noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That would drive you know what me, I listen to? That would to? drive me nuts. I, it would drive you nuts. You know what I listened to? And this had like, I was in a car accident not too long ago, and this kind of helped me just with a little bit of the mental anguish that I was kind of going through. I listened to Tibetan singing bowls. Have you ever mm-hmm. listened to that Those. before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's strangely calming, and it knocks me out. If you come to my house with a Tibetan <laughs> bowl, I'm kicking you the fuck out. All of you. I know where to get one, too. I will lull you to sleep. <laughs> I will fuck you up. <laughs> 
All right, so um, okay, so you're you're now in the game. You get a call from Rihanna. Were you at least excited about that? It's mm-hmm. Rihanna. Very excited. Did you tell her that you know come hang with a fly nigga from Stockton, or did you just like talk music? I didn't really want to like get into it because like the way people put it, they didn't they didn't they took my name away from all my interviews and put Rihanna's name on it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, clickbait. Yeah, right. but it's necessary. That's why I just leave it how it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody get their own opinion about it. At the end of the day, she a queen. So at the end of the day, I sacrifice myself for her too. You know what I'm saying? That's queen right there. She not going to get touched. I don't want her name getting disrespected. Who would you want to sit down and have a conversation with? You. Right Besides here. me. Mm. Shit. More black people. More Hispanics. More Asians. The world. That's why I rap. So... Sure. The world can hear me. Where does that come from? Because nowadays, I don't think most people um, have that answer. I mean, most people are out for money, mm-hmm. fame. Mm-hmm. My soul is rich. I don't need no money. I don't need no jewelry. I feel that. I don't need none of these cars. You feel me? Shit go be cool. I'm going to be right. I'm going to have money. I know how to get money. I know how to get money before this. So at the end of the day, I'm a hustler. And I ain't going to let the game hustle me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just keep my mind right. So if you had to belong anywhere other like a rock nation or any, is there any group out there that you want to be a part of or do you want to just be your own thing? My own thing. Mm. So are you talking to anybody? Right? Well, I'm sure you're talking to people because you're out here. Um, have people approached you about situations? What situations? Go like detail. labels or. I got like, my own label. I'm CEO of Sly Entertainment. Right. But in terms of distribution or like that kind of stuff, do you have labels trying to partner with you or help you get your music out? Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I'm about the numbers though. Yeah, in terms of money, marketing. Because okay. money don't mean nothing. You can give me a hundred thousand dollars, I need the market. I need some nerds. I need some niggas with school for this shit. <laughs> Are you thinking about getting into the tech world? Mm-hmm. I was reading your tech book over there, marketing. Mm. So, so rap is the, is that your entry into the business of it all? And then there's other aspirations. So you want to do other things besides just rap? I already got things planned out, like movies. Um, scripts, um, anything, anything, any way I can get to a viewer. I don't give a fuck if it's porn. Mm. Wow. Cartoons. I don't care what it is. No, I'm telling you, porn is the way, though. Well, you don't send dick pics out, so you're already fired. That ain't got nothing to do with porn. That's uh, porn. marketing. That's porn. Okay, so. <laughs> no, it's a dude with a rap video on Pornhub. Really? Yeah, it comes up as like a, a commercial. I'm is like, he, this, he's a genius. Is he naked? No, oh. it's a regular video. Okay, I was well, just checking. God bless him. Maybe it's we genius. can rate it on the next show. <laughs> Um, okay, so would you date a Kardashian? <laughs> when I date a Kardashian, uh, <laughs> I'm no. not trying to trip him up. I'm just asking him shit. People are people are like, don't fucking disrespect that young black king like that. I mean, I love the Kardashians. So. Would you date a Kardashian? I'm pretty sure they'll date me. <laughs> well, that well, is Kendall a really Sing- good answer. Kendall single mm. and Courtney's. What the fuck is Courtney? We don't know. Think she's single? We don't know. She's she, she's a cougar, but Courtney's a bad bitch. Bitch told me I look twenty eight. Courtney, I fuck with you. Yeah, they only not. go want me because my seed, because they see the intelligence I got and they see what I can offer the world in the future. So they only go want me because the seed I can bring, and I rather put my seed into a better environment. Mm. Okay. Well, you're gonna have a lot of black women happy you said that. Have you had an opportunity to um, travel uh, just yet? Like, no, no, ma'am. I went to New York. That was about it. Okay. Is and there any? I, is there anywhere you know? Just 
spin the globe? Is there anywhere that you're really looking? Guyana and Haiti. Okay. My mama's Guyanese. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, those okay. are two spots for sure. All right. I've, I've never been What about mother, the motherland? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Motherland, for sure. Okay. I would like to visit the world, all over the world, mm-hmm. and get to, you know, the Buddhist people. Just, just, just. Just to know. Well, you're gonna be have you're gonna have the opportunity very soon, touring that sort of thing. Do you feel like music saved your life? <laughs> no, I feel like no. I didn't feel like music saved my life. No. I mean, it took you out of an environment where you've been shot, where you've seen death, where you've had, where you've seen poverty, you've seen struggle, and it's taking you out of there. Do you you don't think it saved your life? No, I saved my life because I I grew I grew up. I could have been making music and rapping about the same shit. I kill you, I rob you, got a gun, run, bow. Couldn't rap in the same shit. I saved my life. I did this with my brain. This is my responsibility. This is my muscle. This is the most strongest thing in the world. You grew up, like, when you grew up, it's like, I've got a quote here that you said that you didn't, you listened to everything but rap. You said it was too loud for me and you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, because so, my mom used to play a lot of church music, Luther Vandross and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, Lauren the Hills and, you know, I didn't really like rap at first. And then when I fell in love with it, once I start getting into the streets, once yeah. I started understanding what yeah. Mac Dre was coming from, what ODB was coming from, and yeah. I was like, okay, this is dope on a whole nother level. Yeah. What was like one of the first songs that you heard where you were just like, okay, so this rap shit might be kind of all right? Uh, 50 Cent, first album. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. And yeah. Then I, and then after that, I read a, I read like a little article um, the artist storytelling by um, mm. it was like um, the beatboxer what's his name Dougie Fresh Dougie Fresh and mm-hmm. the other rapper with the eye patch it's like Rick mm-hmm. and then YouTube came out yep YouTube University and I never graduated so I just studied yeah it's yeah. interesting you don't hear 22 year olds talk about Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh no. you know and I don't I don't think a lot of young rappers get, uh, pay homage to the rappers who came before them um, agreed where does your where does your historian type of experience come from in knowing these Legendary rappers. Mm-hmm. Probably just, just research some research. YouTube University. <laughs> I went on YouTube a lot, internet, because internet is the busy, is the most like. That's why the people don't do out the trunk no more, out mm-hmm. the trunk marketing or nothing. What they do, so I use the internet. That's what everybody kept saying. Y'all got internet? Y'all be on your phone? So I use that shit to my advantage. You know, you'd probably enjoy is uh, if you haven't already seen it is um, of Mike's and Men, the Wu Tang um, documentary oh, that just yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might enjoy that. Just from like a historical standpoint, and just like really dope music that you know a lot of young people might not know. And it talk about. about talk about a lot of business too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they're the only group to sell one record for a million dollars. They talk about that too. There's Remember? Two, yeah, two million. <laughs> Was it two million? Yeah, and it's it sold a, it to that motherfucker who took away, fucked up the AIDS medication. It's a, it's an ugly story. That's um, oh, yeah, you gotta ugly. hear that story. Yeah. Okay, well I'll have to watch that. It's time for another Hollywood hookup. That's right. Getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done, That's right? That's true. Okay, well Open Fit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat sesh. Ooh. Lose the commute to the gym and let the workouts come to you. To Summer's your house. here, people, so you gotta get on this. Open Fit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your home, in your living room, for as little as 10 minutes a day. You're lying. Uh, I am not lying. I promise you. I'm telling the truth. Today, at least. (laughs) Everybody's bodies are different, and OpenFit gets that, which is why it is personalized to your needs with custom-tailored original content. There's amazing trainers and classes. Um, They're led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers from all over the world. Sculpt Your Body with Andrea Rogers, founder Mm. of the World 
wide sensation extend bar. That's really hard. Everything hurt for I've days. I tried it once. Yeah, it was awesome. Or get in crazy good shape with Hunter McIntyre, named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 50 fittest athletes. Hunter. These are trainers who know how to get you results quickly. It's super simple. Forget all of the complexity and stress around getting fit and just press play and work out on your schedule. Okay. 600 seconds with celebrity trainer Devin Wiggins, who packs the fat burning, muscle building, and body sculpting benefits of much longer sessions yeah. into a fraction of that time. Results that you can see and feel. You could lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days if you stick with it. Flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel great. That's what it's all about. Okay. Since I travel so much, Open Fit really, really allows me to stick to my workout goals. So with my code unlocked, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Hey. Again, use my code unlocked and start using Open Fit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, the Open Fit 30 Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended special. 30, <laughs> 30 day free trial membership to Open Fit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text unlocked to 303030 you'll get full access to open fit all the workouts nutrition information totally free again just text unlocked to 303030 do it and that is your hollywood hookup folks you have music coming out now or you just released a, a project called warrior right warrior we got the new single out blue dragon everywhere mm, what's next i got like four albums in the vault big features coming up damn can't really name the features. Not not on some personal shit. You mm -hmm. know? Feature, but, um, features from people we know. Yeah, featuring people y'all know. Cardi B? Um, ha, that'd be, that'd be dope. I love her spirit. She's good I people. Her. Mm -hmm. She has a good soul. I see it. I see her soul. Very colorful. But um, some other artists out there I would love to work with. What do you think of Lil Nas X? Lil Nas X. He's the, uh, what's the song? Old, Old Town? Old, Old Town Road. Old Town Road. He's yeah. the rapper who has the country song, number one country mm -hmm. song in the in the world. I mean, number, it's seven weeks, yeah. Yeah. top of the Billboard charts. Are you familiar with it? Mm-hmm. Or do you like it? I like it because the kids love it. Right, the it's kids It's not about love. what the fuck we think. The kids love that shit. And when I see a kid smile, it's like, best thing in the world. And Lil Nas X made everybody kids smile. And every <laughs> adult was like, fuck this shit, because y'all been manipulated by street music. Now, when a black man tried to do country shit and have fun, it's called entertainment for a reason. Mm. See, we had Kay Michelle up here recently, and she mm. was talking about how the labels prevented her from doing country music. Mm. And, I mean, you clearly see the racism uh, in music when you hear about Kay Michelle or Lil Nas. But we posted a clip on Hollywood Unlocked recently of Lil Nas performing at a school with a bunch of kids. It was white kids, Asian yeah. kids, black and kids, Mexican kids. And they loved it. And, they, and these, these kids were probably yeah. in the first grade or yeah. whatever, singing every single word to the song. Yeah. So so you see the impact the music has in crossing um, color lines and stuff like that. It's been attempted many times before, but basically with people like Nelly and King Michelle, what they were doing when they are trying to get in the country lane, basically it's a brick wall. So they kept throwing rocks at it, and it was slowly breaking down. Nas X opened the door. He yeah, kicked yeah. that shit down. Mm -hmm. He got a Wrangler endorsement. Then the white folks got upset about that. I, I love how black people can, and I'll say this right now, and there's white people listening. We love you, white people. <laughs> I love how black people really are the culture. I don't give a fuck what mm -hmm. genre they're in. You can put a motherfucking mariachi band full of niggas, <laughs> and that shit's going to go. Because we really drive the culture. What yeah. we wear is hot. What we say is hot. Who we date is hot. What games we play. Everything we do is hot, and it makes... I think the world follow. Mm -hmm. No, nah, there was a, a rapper that was on Real 92.3. Uh, he rapped for YG. He's a black dude, but he he raps in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And he's not. Is that the song like, that he got now? 
No, um, oh no, no, yes, yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, it's something Negrito. I don't want to mess up his name, but speaking all Spanish, and he ain't Latin at all. Well, YG, YG was blown, is blown away. Like so, well, YG not, and Tiger got that new song. Uh, what was yeah. it? Go loco. Yeah. That motherfucker got me wanting to get a sombrero <laughs> on the low. If ain't nobody looking. Well, listen, I, you know, if, if you ever need anything from me, I'm going to always help you. Uh, I'll send this clip of you saying Cardi's, uh, whatever you said about her to her. Cardi, I'm sending this to you. Uh, and I and I just, you know, I, I continue to encourage you to just be great, man. And, you know, this is a sick ass business. I've met. I mean, she's she warned me. She's been in the business for years. She warned me. And I was like, the motherfuckers wouldn't try it with me. And as soon as I got there, they tried it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you seem to have your head on straight. I mean, yeah. anything we can do to support you. Absolutely. I mean, I it's, we've adopted you. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's a pleasure to hear somebody so young speak the way that you do. You know, yeah. like the I really have an enormous amount of respect for the discipline and for the respect mm-hmm. for having discipline that you um, that you embody and stoke. Yeah, and knowing where you come from, coming from Stockton, coming from Oakland. Let's just go mm-hmm. to Oakland. Coming mm-hmm. from Oakland, we from East Oakland. Yeah, coming from East Oakland, Stockton, uh, losing your father. I mean, you have a lot of reasons. You didn't finish school. Yeah, I finished school. You finished school. That's what I'm talking about. Well, there's about. a there's a lot of reasons why you could have said this didn't work because of this, this mm-hmm. didn't work because of mm-hmm. that. I've asked you a lot of questions today, trying to get you to say something crazy, mm, sure and did. you passed the test. Yep, you did. Um, and and uh, usually I have a motherfucker get about thirty minutes in this interview. They'd be like, that bitch wasn't shit. Fuck that hoe. Uh, but I just appreciate your discipline, and I and what I and I really admire me thing for people. You know, there are a lot of rappers out here. I mean, that's why I really like Sway Lee. You mm-hmm. know, from Ray Shrummer. It's a good person. You know, I, there's some like that's why I love. Nipsey. Mm. There's some people who, yeah, they rap. Yeah, they mm. come from the hood. They've been in the streets. They've been through shit. Yeah, but they still have a sense of self-respect. They still understand the 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 value of their contribution to the community, mm-hmm. and they understand that kids are watching. And, and you can be a good example. You can be hot. You can be lit. You can be all those things. But you don't need to be sipping lean in an interview that, talking about fuck these hoes and bitches ain't shit. That True. sense of self-preservation is a rarity. It just is, and, and anybody, regardless of age. So we just we want to recognize that. Yeah, so, so what do you want people to know about you when we, as we walk out of here? What do you want people to know about Haiti, baby? <laughs> the fight, the fighter in me, warrior. You know what I'm saying? I want them to know that. And you know, they they know new music will come out. I'm, I'm gonna keep hitting you with hits and music. That's all I do. I'm a hit maker. They've been saying that since the Bible has been created. When black people walk, when we walk with our feet, I can make a beat on cement. You know what I'm saying? So. When you listen to me, just 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 really pay attention. I encrypt a lot of messages in my songs. Don't try to decode them this early, but just just know it's for your for your youth, for the youngins. And I'm a fighter. That's what I want them to remember me. So we just wrapped season 14 of Wildin' Out. We're going to be doing season 15 here in, in L.A. So if we do season 15 and I can get Nick Cannon to have you come on and perform, you will? Yeah. Okay, well, Nick, last time you were here, I asked for the job, Nick, at four seasons in, so let's make it happen. <laughs> All right, Haiti, baby, Stockton, California, 209, we out. Yeah. Peace. Bye, everybody.